Hello everyone, episode two. It's Craig back again, Brad. Hello everyone. And uh, today we've got our friend Nigel Chalice. Hello Nigel. Evening, you alright mate? <laughs> yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Thanks also so known as uh, Chally Sauce and his DJ name. Welcome to the show Nigel. So obviously he kind of had a little brief on what we're going to do tonight. So yeah, yeah. sit down, have a little chat, a couple of beers, <laughs> catch up, chat about some music stuff. Right Brad? Yeah, mate, I look forward to it. So we're going to start off like we did the other show, I think. We'll just start off with pretty much uh, what got you into electronic music, Nigel. Where do you know? What was, uh, what was the sort of sounds or the era? Do you remember back when it was? Like how yeah. old you were and which tracks? Do you remember anything like that? Be all the old electro stuff, I reckon, don't you? Yeah. That's kind of what it was for me. Like I said in the yeah. first episode, uh, the Electro 1 and Electro 2 album. Yeah, all the old, the old Street Sounds albums, Bambara and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And were there any tracks that really stood out for you back then? My, my, for me, off of, uh, I think I said it was on uh, Electro 2, like Alan Fish, my first yeah, album. Fish. Yeah, love it. Crack, yeah, one of the best in it, all time great, Alan Fish. I've still got it on vinyl, mate. Yes, I think I do somewhere, right? Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, all that old Electro was amazing stuff. It and still, from, still sounds like, good now, doesn't it? It does, mate. It's still relevant now, I think. Yeah. And so yeah. From, from there, like, kind of how old are you then? You know, what kind of age were you and where'd you go from then? The early 80s, wasn't it? Early 80s, sort of mid 80s. Right. That's pretty much when all that came out was early. Yeah, 80s, right? 84, it was sort of, yeah, something like that. 83, yeah. 84, something like that. Yeah. A long that time ago. Yeah, a long, <laughs> long time ago. Very long time ago. And then, sort of, uh, how long after that do you think? Uh, or what kind of led you from that? Were you fully into that or other music? And then did you go straight into clubbing and raving or kind of what was your through, From school for quite a while, it was all, you know, all the Public Enemy albums, uh, Beastie Boys, all that sort of stuff. It was quite a few years really, wasn't it? Then, yeah, right. Sort of late 80s, was it? Late 80s, early 90s? But sort of, it sort of went from that to the house music, didn't it? It sort of started in the late 80s, didn't it? I think, mid to late 80s. The house music sort of started coming out. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, just moved over onto that, like a lot of us did. Yeah. A lot of Beastie Boys tracks used a lot of electro stuff in their stuff, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Pushing yeah. Uh, in, Intergalactic, they used a lot of electro in that. Yeah, 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 loads of it. Awesome stuff. Real good stuff, yeah. 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 So... I guess going from there, where was what was your first kind of clubbing or raving experience? Like, not obviously, like you know, not, I'm not talking about going to Bruno Rooms on a Wednesday with your no. from the school. I'm talking about like actual real club or real rave. Or do, you, do you even remember, Nigel? Perceptions, mythology, and things like that. I think they were the first ones I went to. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Perception always did a good party, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was perception and myth- it's either perception or mythology. They're about the same time, weren't they? Yeah, they were. I, I think don't, they were the same people that were running them, weren't they, at the time, I think. I'm not 100%, actually. I don't think I ever went to a mythology party, to be yeah. honest with you. You know what I was going to do before we started today, and I should have? I was going to go in my attic, and up there I've got one of my old uh, flight cases that's got all my old flyers in. Oh, yeah, I've got a few in a bag up on the shelf there. <laughs> nice, yeah. I kept every one I had, mate. every single one. I didn't throw one out, so... Yeah, most... Go on, sorry. I got most of them. I did live in, you know, we all done the thing where you put them all over the walls, didn't exactly, you? Exactly, yeah, yeah. That was the... Did that in my bedroom. If you didn't do that, you weren't a raver, were you? No. Yeah, we all had all the rave flies. Right. Because you think it was like a diary on your bedroom wall, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And the artwork, too. Like, yeah. Some of them are quite collectible now, aren't they? They are, yeah. I've kind of looked into a little bit of that. Some of them are really collectible. And I think yeah. I've got some of the ones that, like the, the original Dreamscape, do you remember oh, yeah, green black background with the chick with the kind of like gridded out face. I've definitely yeah. got that one somewhere, and I can remember like being like obsessed almost with trying to get the best ones. Mm. Right. I think I think I've even got a flyer for one rave I went to called Bang Face. Bang Face. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was Gabba music, man. <laughs> Where was that? That was um, Canberra Sands. Where? Canberra Sands. <laughs> And uh, that was pretty, pretty That's wild. Gabba sounds kind of scary Two, to me. 200 BPM <laughs> flat out. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I think I'd have a heart attack just trying to keep up with the pace nowadays. Yeah, getting old, mate. Right. <laughs> Nigel, what was um, like your the the sort of iconic club that you like going to back in the day then? Uh, but there's always a, the best local one was Gold Diggers down in Chippenham. Gold Diggers always did a good yeah. party. Yeah, yeah it used to be good on a Friday night, the devotion nights. Yeah, it was always good. And then I used to like some of the ones up in London, Club UK and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, they were very good. Were what about? Like, um, uh, sorry, break on. Sorry, I was just to say, were they like um, like the uh, actual big like main room clubs, or were they sort of the small bar type or? Club UK was pretty big. It was on top of a uh, shopping centre in, um, oh, I can't remember where it was now. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I was doing my head in now. But it was, it, it, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about, uh, did you ever manage to get to Lakota back in the day, Nigel? Yeah, of course I did. I actually oh, went there last year. Hadn't been there for about 30, 25 years. And they're still in the same venue, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. We went to see, um, yeah, last November I went there to see uh, Greg Wilson. And it's exactly the same as it always was. Really? It was mad. But we, like, loads of us went. We hadn't been there for over 20 years. Oh, God, yeah. I can't remember the last time I went there. Gold one, Diggers, too. I, I, gold Diggers. I, I actually only went to Gold Diggers a couple of times, I think. It's not even there anymore. It's been bulldozed, isn't it? They built, fat, built houses. What, what was the building that Gold Diggers was in? Because it was like some kind of leisure, not a leisure centre, but like a community hall almost, wasn't it? I can't yeah, even it, was like an old, it was like an old cinema or an old theatre or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like I said, like it's been so long, obviously, and back in the day we were yeah. you know, getting shame. pretty messy. It's a shame because a lot of clubs, are, I have been, me and Craig touched on this in our last episode, but like, a lot of the clubs are getting shut down. I mean, I, going like into clubs where they're in like halls or something like that. I went to um, the social festival, which is Nick Banchuli was there, Kyle yeah. Cox, Halton. And yeah. uh, once the um, the tent was sort of finished, it went to the local sort of uh, leisure centre hall and they started doing it in there. It was so weird, but it was their first one. Yeah, sort of thing they could get at the time. So you're walking in, there's basketball courts in there with a big rig set up, and the, them guys are playing in there for the after party. But um, <laughs> with regards to like clubs, though, I mean, yeah, a lot of clubs are shutting down. Like Ministry continues to, I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were still do, signing petitions to stop them from, to stop uh, Ministry of Sound being shut down because they want yeah. to build a block of flats there, right? Because Elephant and Castle now and, and all that sort of areas are. More, Big money, yeah. It's all an upcoming sort of gentrified area now, and they've got well, that happened with fabric. Was it last year or the year before? Fabric did get yes. shut down, but they petitioned and got it reopened, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, that's, that's you think it's a big, big iconic scene, yeah. It shapes the sound of London, right? It's, it's a big, yeah. big club. You've been to fabric, I've been, yeah. It's an it's mental, good. amazing club. I don't, I never made it to fabric, I don't think it's, you were, it was still going up until coronavirus but yeah wicked sound system really good system oh, mate, yeah. what did they have in there was it a turbo or was it uh it just it's amazing i can't remember what it is i can't remember what it was now yeah i know like ministry was running off a um function one but I, they, I, if i read last time they've got pioneer in there now right they were doing dolby i think and then i think if i read rightly pioneer actually sounding out clubs now i don't know if they've been doing that for a while but Dominating the DJ equipment, right? But so, style, yeah, yeah, they might be going on to the uh, the sound system style now, right? They might be trying to get into that market. I reckon. I don't know. Yeah. So, I guess as well as venues, what about um, if we're talking about music from back in the day? Yeah. Is there there anyone that was kind of like stands out as one of your favorite artists, DJ or producer, like either or or both, right? You know what I mean. I mean, or, uh, yeah, like, like when you first got into it, who really stood out for you back then? Well, back in the proper sort of rave days, we'd always used to go and want to see Mickey Finn and oh, Carl yeah. Cox. Carl Cox was for me too. Carl Cox. Yeah, it's always, always Carl Cox. Right. Mickey Finn. Finn. You had to go see Mickey Finn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. LSD as well. I always quite like yeah. LSD. He'd be always yeah. back then. And Easy Groove and Groove Rider were yeah, always yeah. locally ones I like watching. Yeah, we touched on Groove Rider, didn't we, Craig? Like on about 
the yeah. and bass sort of boys, Slip Matt and all them boys, yeah. right? They used to yeah. jump between genres as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good days back then. Mm. Some some good music being made back then as well. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then and then what about now? Who's who's sort of like who's kind of if you were just not just a DJ maybe? Well, it could just be a DJ. Yeah, I mean, there's still all the ones like like you know you still got the old favourites like Sasha and people like that. Yeah, you? Sasha Digweed's pretty much going to be on mm. everyone's list, I would say. Yeah, they're like always Carl still Cox too. Still going to be on everyone's list nowadays. Yeah. What about what about local people and um, buddies of yours? Have you got? Well, that's what I mean. A lot of the mixes I listen to now, a lot of them are by mates. A lot yeah. of them are left, a lot of mates like yourself. Yeah. Um, other friends because I got mates that put on the uh, the Shindig Festival, and they are some of yeah. the best. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, I, I listened to a lot of their mixes, really. I mean, you heard them at my party. That was most of them. Were... I did, yeah. It was a, it was, that was a good party. Mate, <laughs> the only party of this year, mate. <laughs> yeah, it was, eh? The only party of this year. <laughs> the only party of 2020. And quite lucky that I turned up in England on that day when it was going yeah. on. It's crazy, man. But, good, um, yeah, no Shindy boys. I've, uh, like, obviously, I haven't been to any of their parties because I've been living oh. in Canada now for a few years. But from what I see, they've started off and they've built this up and it's yeah. they're doing some good stuff. And oh, they're kind of local guys too, like Southwest England. Yeah, yeah. Bath, they, um, Bath, Bristol. Friends of ours from Bath, yeah. We've known yeah. Monkey's years, yeah. They, yeah, so you can't fault it. Best best festival there is, Shindig, real yeah. without a doubt, yeah. I mean, I was lucky. I was lucky last year they invited me to play. So that was amazing amazing day that was uh what venue was that at? it's um they're changed well it's meant to be next month but obviously because of coronavirus it's all been put on hold at the moment um but it was down by glastonbury not far from there a place called bruton but they've moved it it's going to be they've got a new location for it this year Okay. Looks really nice. Some big sort of grounds of some stately home. Looks good. It's actually a festival, Brad, rather than a, like a venue in a club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like a little yeah. mini festival. Yeah. I mean, we've been going to every one from the start, and this this year would have been, or should still be, the seventh year because I've got a record label as well, and it, it'll be ten years of the record label, and it'll be the seventh year of the festival. What was the record label they were? In? Ghetto Funk. Ghetto it's Funk. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that. I think. Yeah. I yeah. think I've heard of that. Even yeah. Range, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 our mates to get front boys, and they, they, this is their festival sort of thing. I mean, it started started small. There's only about eight eight hundred of us, I think, at the first one, and now it's up to ten thousand. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's it's good. They, they've and, really got it nailed. It's it's the best best weekend of the year, without doubt. And ten thousand, that's a good size, man. Jesus, mm, that's a perfect right. size, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like um uh? Is that so different different stages or different yeah. tents or yeah yeah I think uh last year's poster on the ceiling there doesn't say how many tents there. I think I think last year had about six sort of six stages six venues something like that all right and is each stage like um different genres or is it all yeah the same? yeah well you've got the Stardust boys they they've been DJing down in Bath for donkey's years um yep. there's a whole team of them the stardust boys who used to do nights at the brunel in swindon and the, the hub in bath yeah and they're still all dead some of them are part of the, the shindig team and also they dj at, at shindig as well so they have the stardust venue which is like all really good house music yeah, yeah. you got the dig in which is that used to be the dub pistols you know barry ashworth and all those sort of all the dub pistols that's there i, I know What's the dub pistols tracks i don't know like any of the guys yeah uh, name, but i've listened i've got a couple of their uh albums there yeah so there's a dig in that was there that's always been there from the first, from the beginning to dig in you got the nightclub the ghetto funk nightclub that doesn't sort of get going until later on in the evening um the venue i played in last year and meant to be playing this year is the tutti fruity bar that's tutti fruity beach bar that's that's well good they got um Mini rigs have got a big submarine thing there now as well. Um, there's the, the mini rigs venue. Um, what else is there? Oh, there's Church of Love. There, that's just crazy. Um, Naughty Licious. Yeah, there's it's quite a, it's, it's quite a good few few ven venues there now. Yeah, it's really good. Sounds good. Mm. I wish I could make it one year. You never know. Oh, you're spoiled because every stage is amazing music as well. So you don't you always miss loads because yeah, every, yeah. every stage is going off really good 
That's like when you go to a festival, you'll have like, um, you know, you'll have one artist that you want to see and another artist that you want to see playing different tents, but at the same time, same set time, yeah. right? I always end up in the Stardust tent nearly all weekend because <laughs> those guys are ace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So with regards uh, like to artist-wise, have you got a favourite artist uh, within like the group of friends that you DJ with or have you got a favourite artist that's top it's of the chain? Oh, it's a tough one, that really, because there's so many, isn't there? You know, yeah. you know, if I'm listening to drum and bass, I love listening to Bookham. You know, always have done. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's it's a tricky one. I mean, I, I quite like. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a friend of mine, Mike. Is well, all the Stardust boys? They're all really good. That's the trouble because we all know so yeah. many good DJs these days, don't we? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to say who you Who's like. Who's actual favourite? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there's Mikey Stardust. He's really good. Um, he played at my party. Yeah, there's he played a great set actually. Yeah, there's the friends of ours um, who do these nights in Bristol, the back room, Simon Lloyd and Luke. They're, they're, they're amazing DJs as well. In fact, there's another one just come on here now. The, um, there's a boy, I, the boys, I think they're from down in Plymouth, uh, the Hong Kong Ping Pong. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I've seen you post a couple of things about yeah, them. Yeah, they're worth listening to. Yeah. He's just literally come on the stream now. Because yeah. they're, they're, their sets are really varied. Yeah. They always yeah. play Shindig as well. They're... Um, they sort of, it can start reggae, then it'll go drum and bass, then it'll go techno. It, they'll just play anything. Yeah, they're, yeah, sets, yeah. they're really good sets. I really like it when DJs do that. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I kind of, you know. It, they don't They don't stick with one genre. Yeah. I mean, there's, there was a stream on last night as well. The um, These two lads, the two good boys, have you seen them? Two good? Two good boys. Nah, no. good boys. Oh, they're, they're good. They're good fun, those guys. They're nah. really good. Going last night. I don't think I've ever actually listened to any of their stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, like you say, there's so, there's so many now. Like if you know, good yeah. artists and good acts. The you know the the ability to make music and produce music. Yeah, and the availability and and now as well the cheapness of the equipment and and all you need to do it. Like actually, we could almost touch on that. I think you said you'd kind of started playing around with producing some music yourself. Or yeah. Well, obviously, <laughs> mate. I got a few toys and I had them for ages, and I still haven't started, so it's all good. Yeah, well, just because we got the lockdown now, lockdown going on, it gives me an ideal time to have a little play with it. Absolutely. So, are you using any external devices, or are you just using Ableton right now? Like, I got it. I've got it rigged up to the the Scarlet that I'm yeah. talking to you now on the um, audio interface. An Akai APC forty for the, you know the um, the pads for the launch. Pads, yep. yeah. Um, Novation launch key keyboard for like doing piano stuff. Um, is that a uh, MIDI keyboard or is that? Yeah, a, just a MIDI keyboard. Yeah, I got it recently. It's all right. Novation yeah. do pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all set up really good actually, really good. But um, yeah, I mean we're going through the the proper book, uh, producing music with Ableton. It's I was going down the whole of the old um, making beats this morning, you know, yeah, drawing yeah. up beats and then quantizing it and all. Yeah, yeah. Have you done all of that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you sort of get a bit overwhelmed with it though, don't you? Because you sort yeah, of got, yeah. it's like a blank canvas to start with, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, well, I mean, where I, do I go now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'll try and, uh, I'll, find, I'll have like a lead that I'll use and I'll work it around that. But I was saying to Craig before that, you could spend, you could get to a track and you spend like a week on it and then you think that sounds good. And then, but you get like producer block, you'll be stuck at that position for a couple yeah. of weeks. You can't, you're like, I can't think of anything else. And then you start another project and then you go back to it and you're like, oh, I chuck that in. Oh, that sounds even better now, you know? And yeah. You do, it's like you say, it is, it's a blank canvas, but it's a funny sort of, yeah, uh, funny, funny sort of thing because your mind just wanders with it. Yeah. Um, but again, me and Craig were talking about like depends what kind of mood you're in that day as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, you know, definitely. Right. If you're in a bit of a good mood, it's it's a more bouncy track. If you're in a more oh, that's that's the same with the decks, isn't it? With your yeah. mixing, I can't. You got to be in the right frame of mind to have a mix. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 
going to be interesting. I mean, me and there's me and my son and Cliff all doing it together, and we're doing a, a stream like this, chatting to each other while we're all learning it together. It's, it's been going all right. Done quite a lot this week. That's pretty cool. So your kid's getting into it too. Well, he's sort of. Yeah. He didn't do anything yesterday, but he's just relying on me really. But he, oh, well. he, he was enjoying the first few days, but he's getting a bit bit of a teenager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you on that. I've got one but of those. He, should, he's, he will he will get back into it because he is he is studying music when he goes back to school. So he'll he'll probably wait till you figure it all out and then just get you to show him how to do it. Yeah, thank you, show me. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what he said to me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's pretty much his way of thinking. Yeah. Once you've sussed it out there, let me know. Yeah, he sounds like my kind of man to be fair. We're sort of over halfway through the book now, so we're getting there. Nice. Oh, nice. Producing music. Nice. Oh. I think I think once you learn the learn this just the the basic structure of a song. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, you can just once you've made one and you understand the structure of where hats go, where kicks go, where you've got your template, haven't you? Yeah, you got your template, right? And you can sort of match that, change your kicks, yeah. change, and then it goes from there, really. But what sort of genre are you doing? Music-wise, are you sticking just to one genre or are you flicking between... Well, I haven't really done it. I haven't actually produced anything yet. So we've I've just been going through the actual tutorials. So mm -hmm. that's, that's no specific genre. Yeah. I'm quite like... I, I really fancy doing some like house music style stuff. Some of yeah, the yeah. sort of party, jack-in-house sort of style. Yeah. Want to try, try and do some of that sort of stuff. It's so easy to distribute now, isn't it? Like, once yeah. you've got a track, it's like, boom, I'll put it out there and... Yeah, this is like me and my mate Cliff, who we do the radio show together and we're playing at Shindig together. Mm. A lot of our friends, like we've got friends in Amsterdam, the Ghetto Funk Boys, a lot of them are doing their own edits to use in their sets. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's sort of what me and Cliff are aiming to do, is like getting tracks that we all know, doing our own edits of it, just for, for our own use sort of thing. Yeah, a lot, a lot of producers do start off doing remixes, right? Because yeah. a lot of the foundations there, and they like they put their own kit, they put their own hats, and that's it. Ears, and that's how I started as well. And is it? Way, yeah, it's a good way to yeah. introduce yourself to. Yeah, that's sort of what we're aiming to do. I mean, I want to make some tunes as well, but I think to start with is just getting our heads around doing edits and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's amazing. It's got so much it can do. Oh, mate, it is like just <laughs> it's... out there. I mean, I'm new, used to doing mixing with Serato, and then you go to Ableton, it's like, whoa. It's... Yeah. Did you get the, the full version of Ableton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I've just got the light one. Yeah, no, this is 10. This is yeah. 10. The latest one is good. And the good thing is, as well, you can... Uh, certain people use certain plugins as well. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. Back in the day when you used to find, you know go to shops and find vinyl, you know? Yeah. That's what it's like for plugins now and instruments now, because a yeah, lot of people yeah. are making instruments and, you know, things like that. Yeah. And I think, oh, there's a plugin and you, you'll search for what plugins people use or you, you'll follow certain brands that you can use. Like, oh, this plugin will give me a, I don't know, the, a, a great synth sound for my track, yeah. you know? And that's how you can shape your sort of sound, you know? And I think that's... Yeah, it's, it's quite mad. It's It's... It's quite daunting how much there is to do, but because we've got all this time now, yeah, seems silly not to, doesn't it, really? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Brad, sorry, talking, sorry, I didn't mean to cut in there, but sorry. talking about plugins, you don't actually use Ableton, do you? You're using uh, Reason? Or? Reason and Logic, yeah. Cause yeah. Do the, do the plugins cross over? Are they the same ones work on both softwares, or is it specific for, you know what I mean, Ableton and then for Reason? Well, I, I was actually speaking, you, you guys will probably know him. Um, it was only on Instagram, but I was speaking to Dave Spoon, Shadow Child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he actually uses the same software, but Logic, uh, you know, who obviously made by, you know, Mac, whatever. Yeah. They, they um, the same developers who made that uh, were who made Reason. So you can patch the two together. So I could use a sequencer in right. Logic and then use um, uh, the plugins or racks, you know, like a drum machine in Reason. Yeah. So you can patch the two together and it's pretty good. But like you say, Nigel, it's a blank canvas, man. And It's daunting, isn't it? It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You need to pick out the bits you want to use yourself. 
Yeah. All the and different effects, different, you know, there's, it's like you can put layers upon layers, can't you? Yeah. And, it, you know, like Craig uh, was playing, he's got the, you got the Novation bass in you, Craig? Yeah, the bass station too. Bass station. Yeah. And I got the MPC live. But, um, but yeah, I still, I haven't really played with them much. But no, again, back to the canvas. So look what you can do with, the MPC live, it's like... Oh, I, I could fire that little thing up right now and within a couple of seconds have a little beat going and then I could switch on the base station. I could get some little ACD squelchy going all synced up together, yeah. and, you know what yeah. I mean? And then throw a sample in on... The MPC is so versatile. Like, it's a, it's got the door built in. I can yeah. just plug in anything to sample from. I could take a sample from this right now as we're talking and as we're talking, I could process it, stretch it, and throw it over a little beat and then put some acidy squelch on top but as far as building a track goes i haven't done that i just like i go and do that for half an hour and then i turn it off yeah <laughs> that's like that's sort of like all oh. and the meeting has been upgraded by the host it's unlimited minutes nice. yeah. there you go, there go. so okay. yeah um again it's like like i was saying before it's like collecting vinyl i think making music now because you can even if it, well it's always been like that hasn't it you know i yeah. mean i was uh there's a guy i i watch and he's called um uh steven bodzin oh yeah i've heard of him yeah and he he's the same with him he's a techno guy isn't he yeah but he's even yeah. created his own synth controller right. thing it's crazy yeah and again a lot of people are making their own synths now with like euro rack and yeah, I mean, I was playing with one yesterday. Serum, have you heard of Serum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, there's loads in there. Absolutely loads. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm you just end up playing with the different sounds, like, oh, just like... Just... And then you just get lost yeah, in yeah. that little sound for like an hour, right? And you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> I just find it hard doing it on a computer when you can have the instruments in front of you and you can plug around and... Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's a good, exciting thing. I kind of admit, I like the heart. Hardware. I like having like that that Novation base station of mine. Yeah, yeah. That thing right there. There's so many little knobs that do so many little things <laughs> that change the sound in so many little ways. That it's I don't know. It's endless. And it was the same when I first ever touched the synthesizer, which I can't remember what it was. And I borrowed it off of. Who lent me that? I was going to say Stephen Fox, but I don't think it was Foxy. Anyway, hours hours and hours and hours and then you know you never get back to that sound again but you don't care because you've just gone through so many other little sounds yeah you know what i mean yeah man it's fascinating i've, I've just realized I've, I've actually got the bass station for this it works on this keyboard is that right yeah yeah i've just i'm just looking here i've got the um the bass station plug-in there you go it did come with it with the actual novation launch key nice really? it, it makes some good noises i have to have a play with that yeah yes, I thought I reckon because there's V station as well. Is that right? Yeah, I, don't I know. just I again. So I get my I get my um, all my hardware from our local music store called Long McQuaid. Give them a big shout out because they're yeah, great. Right. There. Long McQuaid in Langley, BC. Um, <laughs> that was kind of horrible advertising, wasn't it? Terrible of me, man. Um, <laughs> they uh, they're really good down there. I've had an account with them for years and they just have stuff out and you can play, right? And I was in there for a couple of days in a row just playing with all their synthesizers. And I was in there the, the second, the, the first day I walked out and I was like, yeah, I got to go, man, before I buy one of those. And yeah. The next day I was back in and there was two that I really liked and it was the Novation. Yeah. And, then, and then it was the, uh, the Moog Grandmother. Oh yeah, cool. but that'd be expensive, wouldn't it? Yeah, that was like fucking twelve and a half hundred dollars. Yeah, move but stuff. it was amazing, and I was so <laughs> close to buying it, man. Like literally, I had to like unpry my hands off the side of it. But then I was just like, yeah, I'll get this, and they're so good there. They just you bang it on your account, and you walk out the door with it. So I get to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like I, for me. Yeah with hardware this is good for you now you've got the keyboard you've got the plug-in so you can just yeah see what it would sound like yeah um, I love what um on on your your keyboard there how many um kind of like do you have knobs as well yeah yeah it's dials got uh, one two three four five six seven eight channel dials and they're all assignable so you could use yeah them and eight eight, eight eight sliders and nice. it's got the pads as well 
Yeah. Oh, nice. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it got the um, built-in sequencer as well, isn't it? I think, yeah. Yeah, so you can click like the hats and you can program all that in from that, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, because you know, like you've got the pads on the APC. It's got a few, it's a few of them, but not as many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty good. That's cool. Still, still got a lot to learn. Did you just buy that? Oh, yeah, sorry, I was just going to say, how much was it and where did yeah. you buy it from? Did you get it recently? I did get it recently, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't have bought anything, but um, I had Amazon vouchers, so it was like 140 yeah. quid off Amazon. Perfect. It's like, like a birthday present, really, so nice. it's all right. I yeah. say that every time I go into Long McQuaid, I shouldn't buy this, but I end up buying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like me, and when I was working in London, West End DJ, lethal shop. <laughs> it's hey, like, I've been in that shop loads of times. You know the one? <laughs> is it, uh, is it um, on Tottenham... Uh, Cuts the corner from Tottenham Court Road Tottenham to Court Road, yeah. yeah. They're, Street. They're really good. Eh? In there. They're really good in there, but it's such a small store, right? It's a naughty little shop. That yeah, is. It's got <laughs> everything, yeah. And yeah, it's a naughty little shop. I used to spend a fortune in there. I walked in there and I went to the microphone. I said, uh, yeah. "I need a microphone because I'm doing some my own vocals when I was doing house music." And he said, "Which one do you want?" I said, "What ones have you got?" And he just pointed across the whole top shelf. And yeah. then, we got all these if you want them. <laughs> <laughs> they got some good gear in there. I know. Yeah. I, uh, I, mean, I, I used to just go in there because it was walking distance from the office. Mm. So you go in there, see something, think about it, and then you go back there the next day. Oh, I oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, walked in there, I walked in there one day and I, I walked out with um, some monitors and I walked out with uh, the focus right. Um, Starlet oh, yeah. 2i2. Two two. Yeah, that's what this one is. Yeah, and then I walked yeah. out with the mic and I walked out with a pair of, uh, <laughs> pair of CDJs as well. Got on the train, I was like, oh, there's bags of gear here. Nice toys, nice toys. <laughs> I got that, um, I don't know where it is. Did you ever see the Tonium, Tonium Pacemaker? No. I remember when you had that. I can remember you, you used to use it on the train on your commuting and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, it's up there. Let me show you. It's, um... Oh, it's a wicked bit of kit. Oh, here it is. Tonium pacemaker. Yeah, it was well expensive, and I've got it in there. And, uh, it's this thing. Sadly, mine's knackered, but have you seen them before? No, I've never seen that. So basically, that, that's your crossfader there. Yeah. You select your tracks, so you get your tracks on the display there, and that is like jogging the record, so you know, like you do on the vinyl. Yeah. Touch sensitive. 120 gig built into it. Amazing bit of kit. Well, it's knackered. How much is... How uh, much is these, they were well expensive. It was like... I can't remember. It was over 500 quid. I, like, I, th I thought they were about 600. Yeah, it might have been about 600. It's really well built, but mine sadly got the... It had this hard drive error that, and they, they went bank... The company went bankrupt because what? bloody iPhone bought out the DJ app. So no one wanted to buy these anymore. Uh. But it, when it was working, it was brilliant because you could just literally just plug an auxiliary in to the bottom there and your headphones and you got a, it's like a pocket size set of decks and all your could tunes you, were on it. Could you actually queue up on it though? Yeah, could oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could listen to the track that was about to come in. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you queued up and um, yeah. yeah, you choose your, your left deck and your right deck and that's your Yeah, no, up. but I more mean when you're monitoring with your headphones, yeah. could you pre-listen oh, yeah. to the one you were going to bring in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you could properly, I mean, we used to take it, I mean, when it, when it was working, I had it on a few stag dudes, and we'd have, have parties with it. Really? The thing is, you look like a bit of a twat DJ with it, because it looks like you're texting someone. <laughs> but honestly, we've done some cracking mixes with it. They were great. A few of us bought them at the time, but, yeah, sadly, it's no good anymore. It was a good bit of kit. Because yeah. you could, if you were doing a party or something at the weekend... I could practice things and work things out on the train just when I'm, when I'm traveling and then yeah. just do it on Serato later on. It was nice. a great bit Yeah, really good. When were they released then? Oh, it's quite quite a while ago now because that's when I stood in London. I think it's got to be 10 years ago at least. Jesus. Yeah, it's probably maybe 12 years ago. They were well ahead of their day, but it's just like sad really. Again, like you said, the, the phones with all the apps now, there's so much you can do. Like me and Brad were talking at work yesterday, uh, Korg and Moog just gave out for free because of this lockdown to 
two apps for theirs. Yeah, I saw that. It's the thing that um, amazing made. sounds, amazing sounds. Yeah, it's like the chaos pad it. and stuff like that, isn't it? There's so many you can get, and just I, I actually have uh, one a Korg package that has drum machine synths on it, fucking pianos, and I think it was like fifty dollars. I paid for it. It wasn't a free app. But the fucking noises you can make on your phone or your iPad, you can pretty much build a track just off that now. You know? yeah. it, is, it is like the Chaos Pad, isn't it, they've done? Yeah, yeah, they've done the Chaos Pad, yep. Yeah, that's yeah. quite a bit of kit, but they've done one Chaos Pad, one, two, three, and I think there's the fourth edition now, or model. Have you seen Beardy Man, how he uses them? Yeah, yeah, Beardy Man was the first guy I really saw ever using it properly. He's, he's, he's the nuts on him. He is so good, but he... he he um he's got a load of them all connected together, and he? he's got his yeah. it's, it's it's amazing man, how he used it. That guy's crazy. Mm. It's good. Mm. Um, how about uh, tell us about NSB Radio and what you do with Cliff? Actually, we didn't really sort of say hello to Cliff. Hello, Cliff. The Cliff. Shed of Dread. <laughs> yeah, and the Shed of Dread boys. What yeah, goes on good. there? Actually, you're coming live out of the Shed of Dread right now, aren't you, Nigel? Is yeah, it? we are in the app. This is where we normally stream from at the moment. We're all streaming from our own. Um, we're having to pre-record shows, basically, because, you know. Yeah, it's, it's for sure. The, the last two or three, I mean, it, we started it with a team of four of us. There's me, Stuart, Cliff and Shep. Generally, it's mainly me and Cliff now, but me, Cliff, me, Cliff, and Shep still. I mean, Shep's done the last three or four shows. Actually, it's, it's been three of us the last three, three or four shows. Yeah, nice. So sometimes we get guest DJs on. You've done a mix for us, haven't you? I did a little fifteen, twelve. Oh, you came, you were here, weren't you? When you were here, yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, cr I crashed the party. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, and so um, how long? When did you guys start that? How long ago was it you started? Well, kind of it's, I'm not sure. I mean, we 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 do it every other week. It's like the second and fourth Saturday of the month, eleven o'clock till one o'clock. Um, I think it must be nearly two years now. Must I be. Getting, I was going to say a couple of years. You and yeah, I it might be a couple. Ago. I mean, we've done. We're up to. Let's have a look. We're up to. We're up to volume 37 now or something like that. So, yeah, for every yeah. two weeks. There's quite a few, yeah. Yeah, right. And that's yeah, uh, an NSB radio. Is that a UK-based radio? Like, are they... It is. Um, I think they are based in the UK, but it is worldwide because we have people... We have people on before us from California. It's, it's all around the world. Yeah, and you. so you guys, when you're broadcasting, obviously you're all around the world. I've listened to you over in Canada. Yeah. But, um, and can you monitor and see kind of where your audience is and kind of what kind of catch you? Well, the, yeah, I mean, it does give you a, a tool to tell you how many people are on, but I, I don't know how accurate it is. I don't know how accurate it is. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how they're getting that data, really. Yeah, how many people like tune into them? Well, I think the one last week said it was about 250, something like that. That's yes. a good number. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it, the good thing is we got on the back of NSB and they're a well-established sort of internet radio thing. So they've been going quite a few years. Mm. So it was good to get out of that set up to start with and it's, it's worked out right. What got you nice. starting that? What was the idea or the, the motive behind it? Well, it was a friend of um, a guy my wife works with. He's had a show on it for ages. Yeah. And he asked me to do a guest mix one night. So we've done a guest mix. up really loud then. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Your volume just shot up then. Whatever you just turned on. I thought mine did, did it? Yeah. How, yeah. how is it now? Not too bad. Too bad. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Your wife. I might have left forward a bit much. No, it's like you yeah. switched something. Anyway. So he, this mate of ours, said, do you want to do a guest mix? We've done a guest mix. And some of the listeners said, oh, these people are all right. You get them to do their own show. So we applied for a show and they said, yeah. Been doing it ever since. And what are you kind of playing mainly on the show? I mean, I know it is, it's kind it's of NSB, beat and beats. Well, it's NSB is new is new school breaks is what it stands for. So it is primarily a, a breakbeat radio. Yeah, we can play what we like. It's our show. Sometimes we do house music. Sometimes we do techno. Nice. Sometimes a drum and bass show. It's, it's varied. You know, I mean, just lately because we're doing our we're, we're doing it three 40-minute sets each. 
sorry, one 40 minute set for three of us for two hour show. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, we uh, like last week, I done like a classic breaks, you know, some of the stuff from, you know, the early Plump DJ stuff and things like that. I was playing some of that last week. That was good fun. Oh, you know, some of that old, yeah, some of the old freestylers stuff, things like that. Do you normally like pre-plan your set or do you just wing it, have a list of like have a crate and just kind of wing it when you go? Sometimes wing it, sometimes plan it. It's a bit yeah, just whatever. Yeah. Depending on well, how much rum you've drank that night. Yeah, it's, it's nice to plan it a bit and have a bit of a structure usually. Yeah. Usually sort out some, you know, try and get some promos in if we remember. Nice. Yeah. I watched a video of um, Carl Cox and uh, he said... He never plans a set because he done that ten hour set, didn't he, on his closing mm. party for space? Space, yeah. yeah. And he, um, we were at that. Really? Did you really go to that? Yeah, yeah. We were. Um, well, we were at not the actual closing one. We went um, the penultimate put one the week before because our friend Simon, um, he was playing there. He was playing at space, so we all went out there. For that. Nice. Yeah, good. Yeah, is uh, I need to put it back on the wall. There's that one. <laughs> We were there. Amazing. You oh, <laughs> framed it. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, it was awesome. And it, was, it was good because not only that, it's it good because our mate was playing as well. Yeah, yeah he, for sure. Yeah, it was a good, good old, few, good few days that was out in Ibiza. Oh, oh Ibiza, hey. <laughs> Expensive. I, I mean, I only went <laughs> there a couple of times in the nineties. Actually, yeah. I haven't been there since, man. It's a long time ago. Yeah, I, we went with the kids when they were younger. Um, I went, that was, that time was 2016, so four years ago. Four years good ago. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good little party island, hey? Going, oh, back to, going back to the radio stuff then. So you pretty much always broadcast out the shed, obviously, Shed of Dread. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Also, Sometimes we do it from parties, like we, we streamed uh, my party. If it yeah, goes, yeah, that's right, yeah. You, did it you. coincides with events. Sometimes we'll stream it on location, which is quite good fun sometimes, because, you know, you can broadcast the party you're playing at. It, well, that works quite well. Yeah, where, for sure. Where did the uh, name come from, The Shed of Dread? Funny enough, a very good friend of mine and Paul's, sorry, mine and Craig's, his name is Paul, um, friend of ours, Chancey, sadly passed away a couple of years ago. He... he he said it one night when we were back here. So it had to be it after, you know, after Chance he named it that. We're like, that's what it's got to be called. That's what it's got to be now, yeah. That's <laughs> got to be that, yeah. And I think if Chancey was there, it's probably quite a bit of alcohol getting drunk and yeah, pretty, pretty yeah, messy yeah. night there, I would think, right? I found it the other week. Did you see I put it on Facebook, Craig, when he yeah, said it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I invented the name. <laughs> so the show's got some history to it, then, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what sorts of uh, what sort of equipment you got in there right now? You are you back on the Technics now, fully? Yeah, that was your fault, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah back and, on these babies, love them. And how about uh, how about that new mic mix? Are you still liking it? Yeah. Oh yeah, done a mix this afternoon, loving it. Yeah. yeah. Notice but, you got the KRK. Sorry to cut you off, Craig. No, that's okay. Yeah, yeah carry on. Notice you got love the uh, KRKs there. Are they the five or the sixes? Or they're the sixes up there. Yeah. And on the desk in front of me, where I'm chatting to you, I've got the fours as well. Wow, the sixes. Are be, even the fours have got a good low end on them. Well, the fours, I um, they're lovely because I, I work from here as well when when I was working. Yeah. So they're just nice for they're like having headphones on in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can see yeah. So look, I got got those ones in front. Nice, so the little, yeah. Just a little. Can you see that one there? Yeah. Yeah, just it. tucked behind it. Oh yeah, no, I see it. Just. Yeah, just just a little darker. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And an naughty sub under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have the sub. Yeah, I say. Right. Well, I wasn't. I mean, the the sixes don't need the sub, but I was finding, you know, you get this cranked up in the daytime, and there just wasn't quite enough base for the fours. So. Got the eight-inch sub to go with them, and that's yeah, they're nice now. <laughs> I love having a sub, mate. It just makes the whole difference, man. Oh yeah, you don't need it with those. They don't need a sub. Really. No, they sound good. I like when I was in there with you. They sound really yeah. good. But still, I still like the sub in there too. <laughs> we love a bit of bass. You can't you can't go too deep, man. You can never yeah. go too deep. Especially as next door asked me to turn it up. There you go, right. <laughs> It's I can be it's, it's quite good. A lot of the neighbours like the show. A lot of the neighbours listen to it. Is that right? 
I, I, um, I went on a bike ride the other day, it was coming home, and I could hear some, someone blasting tunes in their garden, and I'm like, I know that tune. And um, it was one of the neighbours playing our show, and it could suddenly my voice come on. Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's quality. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good they like it. There's lots of people doing streams and stuff now, obviously, with us doing these lockdowns here, which is great. There's so much music out there. It's amazing, right? It's loads. Yeah. It's loads. It's too much at the moment, isn't it? Uh, there almost is, but not really. And can you ever have <laughs> music? We've got a lot of time on our hands. Right? Yeah. But it's hard to, like, pick out the good stuff, right? Oh, yeah. I just click on things and have a quick look and see if it sounds good. And if not, I'm out straight away. And if yeah. Not, I'll, just, I'll stay in for a bit. But yeah, there's so much being streamed. It's like yeah. if you've seen Defected, then the, the festivals now, aren't they? The virtual yeah. festivals. They've started doing it in ministry, and obviously the lockdown sort of went on, and now they're doing it from sort of everyone's bedroom. But Yeah, yeah, there's been loads of them. There was, um, there was the Hacienda one, wasn't there, last weekend? Yeah, the Luxury Records that. one. That was pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, Nick Warren. Nick Warren done a good one from his garden last week. That Fucking was really legend, man. Yeah, Nick Warren. You know, um, you never guess what, Nick Warren, a um, bit of name dropping here. You know, did you mean Simon that played at my party, the one that done the closing set? Mm, I think I might have left by then. I was pretty messy by the end of your party, Nigel. Thanks very much for that. <laughs> He's uh, one of the Bristol DJs. Yeah. Nick Warren borrowed his decks the other day to do his live stream. Is that right, eh? Yeah, while he's on the lockdown, he's like, can believe it. Crazy. Yeah. Hopefully they hopefully they wipe them down with like sanitizer and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yeah. um which sort of city? Because you mentioned Bristol, Portsmouth. Which sort of city was the best the best town for you, clubbing wise, outside of London? Because London obviously is iconic, and a lot of other cities are. But the towns and stuff. Yeah. What is there different sounds in different? You know, but when I was younger, I mean, it's sort of in the when I got into mixing was would have been well, I got my decks in the mid nineties. I used to like going up to this club in Liverpool, mm. that's good. Um, where God rest his soul, Andy Weatherall used to play, and um, that was a, a night called Voodoo. Yeah, and yeah, and Andy Weatherall just played all night, and they were they were amazing nights. Wow, I would love to have gone to one yeah. of those nights, man. Andy Weatherall do, doing techno nights. It, it was amazing. Wasn't that his first kind of like resident style gig? Yes. Voodoo at Lobato, the club was called. Was it, was it Danny Ramplin that started that one? Was that him? I can't oh, remember now. They were good. They were really good nights. Oh, yeah. You know, London used to be good as well with... Club UK and Terminals and Bagley's and stuff like that. Yeah. Bagley's, wow. Yeah, they, they were always good fun. Because yeah, eh? <laughs> you go, as you went up and down the countries, just like our accents, right? Music changed, different different styles yeah. of music, right? I, I'd noticed, like, you went up real far up north, it was more bass music. Yeah. You know, like bass house, if you want to call it, is like yeah. that to this day, right? And I don't know whether it was like in Portsmouth or in Bath or... We didn't really go in Portsmouth at all. We, went, we used to do things in Bath, London. And like I say, because my, my mate was at Liverpool, so I used to go up there regularly to see him. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Bristol, I've always liked Bristol. There's always good stuff going on in Bristol. Still is. Yeah. Always, mate. Bristol's a great Bristol's city, always so. good. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've been lucky because we know all the, the Bath guys. So a lot of what they do is right up our street anyway. You know, all the, the Bristol Bath DJ guys there's a, there's a good bunch there so usually do stuff with them and that's another thing as well like like me and craig started this podcast because basically like we said like music joins a lot of people i've made some great friends through music man like just yeah. meeting so many people and there's yeah, so many definitely. stories isn't there it's ace. you know and you're never too short just trying to find who voodoo was run by but i can't find it sorry geeking out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what about coming up in the future, Nigel? You got, obviously, because of the lockdown, we, you can't be doing Shindig, but uh, after Shindig, you got anything other than Shed of Dread planned coming up? Doing any parties? Well, me and Cliff are planning to get some things going because we bought a, um, a PA and a sound system just before the party. Oh, what, uh, what flavour did you get? What brand? We went for the Mackie's, Mackie Thump. Okay. Mackie's, yeah, Mackie's good. Yeah. yeah, they're all right. So we, me and Cliff wanted to start doing our own thing, some 
parties and stuff, but just wait and see what happens now, really. But yeah, nice. I think we're still meant to be playing at Shindig, but they're, they're hoping it will go on in September. But I don't know, it just depends what happens with all this funny business that's going on, doesn't it? Yeah, hopefully this all goes away pretty soon here and we can get back to getting out and seeing each other again and having yeah. some parties, right? That's what we need. Everyone's, getting, everyone's like a cold spring, aren't they? Yeah. Right. Well, I think a lot of clubs are going to be packed out for the. <laughs> oh yeah. After this, right? Everyone's cabin fevered from clubs. Yeah. We might all forget what to do. You get in there and be like, "What do we do now?" <laughs> well, I think we'll get. I think we'll get Rachel to have my speakers down uh, down the yard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to happen, isn't it? Yo, down at the. Uh, yes, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That would be a great fucking thing to do, man. Yeah, you yeah. Know it. Brad doesn't know about that. We got a friend, Rachel Chance. Actually, it's our friend Paulie passed away. It's his sister, and uh, her her mother has a lovely piece of land that we've done parties at over the years. Nice, yeah. It's it's infamous in our area. <laughs> it's yeah, and uh, pretty, pretty legendary. <laughs> it's pretty legendary. We've done it for years and years there. So. That would be a great spot to do one afterwards, mate, for sure. Yeah, oh, when, yeah. I, when I was a young guy, at, um, uh, I was part of like a little drum and bass crew when I started DJing. I was about 18 years old. And uh, we lived in this little rough area called Rushenden. And, Where's uh, that? That's in Kent, south southeast on the Isle of Sheppey. Right. And uh, there's loads of the boys. One of my friends, Sam, he taught me how to sort of produce, but he does a lot of uh, remixes and a lot, lot of tracks and through the guests that we've had we've had quite a few famous guests we had like MCs like Harry Shotter Funster yeah. we had um, who else did we have DJ Wise yeah, DJ Sly I think on a couple of things oh, yeah. Um, but yeah we had Mackie G when he first started he's huge now but I remember we yeah. paid him £50 nice <laughs> that's it <laughs> And now he's, you know, he's got like millions of listeners and followers and stuff. And we was playing in pubs and stuff like that. But we was playing in this thing called The Yard. And it was basically like an old workshop bus yard thing. Yeah. And they had one room that was just soundproof. We soundproofed it first with egg cartons. Yeah, that's always the way, isn't it? Yeah. And then we found some fine and stuff. And then we put a red light bulb in it. So it was that kind of eerie feel. <laughs> we set it up and it was just boom and everyone was smoking in there you couldn't see anything no <laughs> but everyone was just jumping on the decks throwing some shit out there and it was good fun yeah. but i can relate to when you were saying about like the you know that piece of land and that you know that you guys used to play you know so oh yeah it's good to have a good spot like that with some memories oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely man well what do you say boys i think we've uh Kind of pretty much touch base on everything if everyone's kind of I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Ready to call it a night and say goodbye. Yeah, thanks for I coming think... on this. Thanks for coming on the show, night. Oh, thanks really for inviting me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for inviting so me. <laughs> it was fun. Maybe we'll yeah. do it again another day. And then oh, yeah. like, and maybe like we talked about, maybe uh on an episode coming up soon we can get Mr. Cliff Inwood on board. Uh blatant. Yeah. Maybe have a little yeah. chat with him, see what's going on with that boy. Yeah, you should do it. Right. Have you got any uh, shout outs, Nudge? Yeah, you want to do shouts out to anyone back home? Oh, just uh, just all the usual shout outs. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> all good, just, mate. All good. Yeah. good. Well, it's nice to meet you, Nudge, anyway, mate. And you, yeah, good to chat. Yeah. Really good. good Thanks virtual, again, buddy. Man. Thanks sure. for coming on board, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll chat to you soon. Yeah, speak to you later. Cheers, boys. No worries, mate. Boy. Take it easy. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Thanks again, mate. Bye. See you all next time. Yeah, see you soon.